All right. Good morning. Good afternoon. That was an awkward. All right. I was like, all right. Uh, good morning. Good afternoon. Whatever time you're listening to this, wherever you're at, whether you're in your car, whether you're laying on your bed, listening to me, whether you're taking a shower, whether you're wiping your ass, whether you're working out. I really ain't tripping as long as you're listening. And if you're not, that's cool, too. Thank you for joining me here at the Full Circle Mentality Podcast. Today, I'm joined with a really good friend. Uh, I've known this gentleman for about four years. I met him a little when he was younger and I was younger. Uh, uh, how you doing, man? Your introduction. I remember when you first came to Sacramento. That was, uh, that was, it was fun. It was fun, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. That voice there, everyone. That's uh, my boy, Ali. Good. Nice to meet y'all. It's good to be here. Glad to be here. Blessed to be alive. Yeah, of course, here at the Full Circle Co. Studios. Beautiful place here we got. Mm-hmm. We got life right here in the corner. Yes, sir. We got uh, got albums. We got life here on the couches. Mm-hmm. We got four of us, you know, lined up, ready. Ready. Lined ready. up. Ready to go. No, but um, <clears throat> we were literally just discussing before we put on the, the space gear and blast it off. <laughs> we were discussing uh, the religion of Islam mm-hmm. and kind of how... I wanted to learn more about that, like right off the, like I just wanted to learn more about that, bro. Mm-hmm. It was uh, it's something interesting to me because I have no, I don't, I don't have much knowledge on it. Mm-hmm. I've learned, I've uh, studied some practices in Hinduism, Buddhism, Taoism, you know. Um, obviously, I, I was born Catholic, mm-hmm. so but this is something that I've never, I've never really known anyone except for you. And mm-hmm. to be you to be so open to me, I was like, how can I not pass this up? Of course, you know what I mean. I what because. You, you know, you, you pray, you're devoted. From what I see, you're devoted. Mm-hmm. That devotion says a lot. Mm-hmm. Of course, yeah, man. I mean, I was born into Islam, and um, but I feel like that uh, I'm grown enough now as an adult that I, I say now that I chose Islam and that I wasn't born into it. And um, it, it's, for me, it, it, I think it's, um you know, it's a beautiful religion. I, I, I've seen my parents practice it, you know, watching it growing up, you know, them praying, you know, influences you as a kid. You see that type of stuff and just kind of want to um, read into what, what some of the stuff is. And then you read them to the lines and you figure out, oh, this is this is pretty sick. You know, like um, with Islam, I feel like I, I chose it because um, it requires a lot of discipline. You know, uh, we just got off of Ramadan recently um, and it requires you to fast like, you know, sunrise, sunset. But it, it, it's really not meant for the physical. It's really meant for your mental. Um it, it like once you get down to it the hardest things about ramadan is really the not cursing you know not being a bad person uh watching your words because those things can also break your fast it, there's no point of you know starving yourself and not drinking any water if you're a bad person and you're not praying one thing my father always told me which you knew you knew my father which yeah is, did. you know so he's a cool guy you know jokester um <laughs> funny man funny guy yeah. right <laughs> so he always told me that uh, fasting without praying, uh, you could even do that to a goat. All you got to do is shut its mouth. And so, you know, I've always thought about that as far as like praying. And, and uh, I think praying and meditating are synonyms, honestly. You can use both of those words for really anything. Um, but, you know, that, that really has installed this like type of discipline in me that I don't, I don't think I would have gotten any other way, you know. That's interesting. Wow. Yeah, your dad's hilarious, man. <laughs> I remember he, he uh, I believe it was your mother's cooking. He yeah. had some and he shared it with me. I forgot what I ate, but it was it was always good. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's when you know someone's real, man. That um, Since I've been out here in Sacramento, since I've been young, is when you break bread with people. 
mm-hmm. whether they're 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 you know whether it's their lunch that, that their wife made them their wife made them that dinner yeah you know what i mean it took an effort that's his lunch yeah you know and people don't think of food like that mm-hmm. you know that's some sacred shit that's real like people kill for that straight up you know breaking so, breaking food with people is really special man yeah even fasting uh, kind of going back to that point really yeah. really um helps you with that because you you really get like one meal of the day and then like at that meal you just want you want to be with people yet y- that you're close with but yeah um you know just eating that meal with those people it really feels special especially with people that just all went through this this like crazy day with you you know yeah. like no water no food praying five times a day like you all just had this day and sometimes you know especially in america people are working too you know yeah. people got jobs so you know you're fasting working and then you get off work and you just want to you know you want to be in a cool place and like i think it you know islam definitely has helped me bring that into you know breaking bread with special people in my life yeah you know yeah it was interesting it's, mm-hmm. it's interesting that as you're saying these things i witness it go on with your dad and with and with yourself more with your dad because mm-hmm. i worked a lot with him mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah so so i would see him pray and uh at a certain time you know um he would pray yeah and I didn't, I, for me i come from a small farm town where everybody's majority catholic or christian you know so for me it was uh it was it was just different yeah and it, it was definitely interesting because i did see the devotion through that you know what i mean for a for a whatever practice it is for you you know to mm-hmm. see someone actually practice it and to see a grown man practice it and mm-hmm. to believe in it that believe in it that strong you know i have people in my life that believe in christianity and catholicism and whatever it may be and they believe in it strong you know mm-hmm. what i mean and it does make them a good person back to the whole point mm-hmm. back to the whole point um it was just it was very it was eye-opening for me to see that and i'm glad i got to see that because then it made me Maybe tight with you. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? You definitely had a discipline. Like, you, I remember, I was like, damn, he's got this fitness discipline. And, like, I like, I lack that. You know, I have discipline in other things. But as far as fitness, I always looked up to you because I was like, damn, he, he got it. That's <laughs> what I need to get. And so, um, yeah, it, it's really discipline in, in what area, yeah. right? And yeah, yeah, I yeah. feel like I just had have that in certain areas and so we definitely connect off that if like people got discipline in something i think it's a it's a good base to go off people no definitely because then with discipline with that with that discipline itself with that trade i guess um you understand that that person has sacrificed something has taken his taken his time or or her time to sit down and and fill their brain and Mm -hmm. with whatever knowledge that may be you know and that's a cool thing that we get as humans you know that option we all have that option i don't think we utilize it though Mm -hmm. you know we get stuck in the nine to five or the fucking all day from what you tell me three three jobs over here you know what i mean fucking all day bro no no breaks it's just like i wake up all right i gotta do something it's a it's a weird and i think in that you can burn yourself out too um but it came back to the religion though i think um you know with islam it's it's um there's a lot of stuff like that i like other things about it other than the discipline like the start of ramadan it's signified by the new moon so a new moon will come at a certain point of the year and you're like oh it's ramadan and then it ends with another new moon so it usually takes about like 29 30 days give or take and i'm curious why did it why, why the why the new moon i truly don't know exactly okay. the reason but i from what i think 
I could guess from it is just because back yeah. then, you know, year 600, 700, they don't really have times and watches and stuff like that, There's right? So I feel like the, the earth is really, at the end of the day, our, our calendar mm-hmm. and, and, and everything that we need to determine, our, is it spring, is it winter? So I, I'm, I'm guessing they went by that, honestly. The, yeah. No, if, I, if I had study to guess. Study the stars. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Uh, Makes sense, too. Yeah, no, definitely. You know, it's a blessing that w- with even everything going on around us right now, you know, the moon and the sun will rise and, and set every single day, you know, and that's, um, that's, that's just God to me, you know, and, uh, yeah, I, I think I, I appreciate all religions though. I, I try to look at religion like water, like no matter if it's a creek or a pond or a lake or a river or an ocean, it's, it's all the same really. And I believe in all religions, uh, but I practice one. And, and um, you know, it's at the end of the day, it's all water because I believe in Buddhism, too, you know, and no, definitely. I believe in Christianity. I believe in, you know, Jewish faith. I believe in all that. But just I, b- I practice Islam, though. I think that's where my difference is. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, every religion's beautiful, <laughs> though. You know, I just there's there's so good in, in each and every one that you can you can get from like there's stuff in Buddhism that, you know, there isn't in other religions. And um uh, <coughs> no, Buddhism. Buddhism's amazing. Uh, no, yeah, that's something that I used to practice quite a bit. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's kind of just practices that kind of become habit after a while. Mm-hmm. Just being a better person for me, it's understand. It was understanding that, well, what, uh, it was just an understanding that everything was one, mm-hmm. you know, and I had felt that before um, through psychedelics. You know, I had kind of learned that on my own that everything was one. It made me question quite a bit of things. And Buddhism kind of, I was reading through Hinduism and, and Taoism, Buddhism, and obviously I know somewhat of, of Catholicism, some Christianity. And it really lines up, they line up well, the opening of your mind mm-hmm. and your, it kind of opens your spirit up. It makes and, sense. Like, and, and it truly makes sense. And in Buddhism, everything is God. Mm-hmm. You know, wh- whatever, it's, it's like, it's the life. That's everything. It's mm-hmm. the plants that grow. It's the the wood that we make everything out of. It's you. It's me. It's the w- the air we breathe. Everything that we create is mm-hmm. God. So treat it as that. Mm-hmm. And that's how you kind of feel when you're going through your psychedelic experience for me. So it was just, I don't know where I was going with that tangent. It's just interesting how spirituality bring me to tie up with Buddhism. Yeah. My spirituality. like, And I came to that through psychedelics. So, yeah. I, 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 yeah. Even with Buddhism, like, I really like the idea of, like, not having too many desires you know yeah. like that part about it the I root of the attachment yeah that i'm i've really started to fall in love with it as of my like late year just a couple past years now and i feel like um i really believe in that part of of you know detaching yourself and and really only having like maybe one desire at a time you know i think i think the universe I was listening to um, the, you know, the Kevin Hart and Rogan podcast. Uh, he was explaining that, you know, life is kind of like a game. And I, I truly believe that. I think the universe is rigged in a way to where if you really just want one thing, like if you just really just want one thing and like work for it, you'll get it. But if you have 50 different desires, I mean, I think in there it's a desire of suffering. You're going to have 50 different routes to suffering. Yeah. You know? You're like making life that much harder on yourself because yeah. you want so many things and it's like get your wants down 
you know because like, you don't need you don't need that much yeah. desire to me is a contract you make with yourself to be unhappy until you get what you want so i feel like you, you have this desire and you won't be fulfilled until you get there so you will be unhappy until you get to that point i i, I think I, I that's how i feel at least about some things like as far as like money like let's yeah. say i want a million dollars until i get to that million dollars i'm gonna be like gotta get to that million dollars like I, I gotta get there like i'm working for it i'm not relaxing i'm burning myself out all this bullshit i'm un- unhappy at the end of the day so really like buddhism in that in that way is like detaching yourself and becoming addicted to it honestly yeah it's it's a it's a good uh habit though i think in the end it's not having too many wants cause it's not a bad thing i feel like it's more no, than definitely better than being someone that's like greedy and like i want this i want a fucking ferrari i want a mclaren i want this i want jewelry it would be cool it'd be cool it'd be cool no no it would be cool but no i definitely understand that um being out of work for a little bit kind of taught me that bro kind of uh it was it put it, it humbled me the fuck out again it put everything in perspective for me as to what's important uh, as far as uh what goes on in my daily life and what i'm kind of putting into my brain it made me take care of my relationships mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 um it made me take care of it made me look at my relationships a little bit more quite a bit and uh made me take care of those a lot more mm-hmm. and just understanding how much how 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 much it means to me at least because uh, I mean not everybody fucking you know feel the same way mm-hmm. how much it means to like have the little things in life like a meal you know mm-hmm. uh, have uh, have a nice little house you know yeah. a little spot just your own little things that are going on that are cool you know what I mean I got little fucking flowers here that I'm growing you know yeah fucking little sick. plants look at that shit no I fuck with cool. that I saw yeah. the group in the in the backyard too yeah. the little group thing yeah oh that yeah that sick. was mine that's not mine that's my girl's I'm lying but the <laughs> other one out there group that's mine that's, that's yours that's, that's me sick. That's yeah, the yeah. one I that's the one I like anyway. Yeah, see? <laughs> I got see? a good quote for you though. All right. But you told me, you know, you just started realizing about the important things, right? This is a Confucius quote. Every man has two lives, and the second starts when he realizes he has just one. <laughs> that's that's, a, that's hilarious. That's not hilarious. Yeah. It's just light bulb. Yeah, it's yeah. a boom. It's a it's a bomb right there. Like once you realize that, I feel like you let a lot of things go. A lot of things come off your shoulder. Like a lot of that weight. Yeah, you know, no, definitely. So Once you realize, like, it's not all, you know, you don't need to take on the whole world. Mm-hmm. You know, figure yourself out, figure what you want, and just go get it. Yeah, you know what I mean. And just, it's cool. It's cool to go get something in life because we have that ability. Mm-hmm. Like to to not be able to not take advantage of that is like you're doing yourself a disservice. Yeah, you know, I don't know. I've I no, I, I agree. I think, well, even Buddha, right? He was he was a prince. Yeah, beginning, right. So he, uh, he grew up with bro- in royalty. He had money. So I I think right for me the plan is to get rich. All right, let's see if I like it, and then let's go <laughs> from there. Yeah, because I feel like if you have enough, well, money is is just access. You have enough money, you have enough access to things, and then the way you spend your money is a way of self-expression, right? Whether I'm buying this jewelry, I wanna I wanna look like this, or I wanna buy this car, like I'm expressing myself, right? So um, I kind of forgot my point, but oh, th- I just found it right now. Um, it was a uh, Buddha. Yeah. I mean, he got oh, he yeah. was born in a point to where he had everything, and now he can choose. Or you know what? I don't want any of this. And I think I think it's important if people at least get to that point and then make the decision. You know, because um, working for something is it's fun. The journey is the journey's sick. It it's, uh, teaches you a lot about yourself. Mm-hmm. 
I've learned a lot about myself, you know, these past like four or five years. Yeah, the know. discipline, it's it's like uh, you got to have it. And see if you don't, it's like, well, what's the really point of life? Where's the challenge, right? Thank you, Dad, for the discipline. Yeah. <laughs> now, my dad instilled that shit in me real thank quick. Thank you, Dad. Yeah. Thank you, Dad, and I'm thank you, Islam. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know you can thank your dad for that, too. Yeah. He facts. was always talking shit to you. Not talking shit, but, you know. No, he was talking case. shit. Yeah. yeah. He was talking shit. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Good times. Yeah. That was yeah. about four years ago? Four years ago now? About four. I think I was, yeah, 19, 20. Yeah, I was about 19. You were 19? 19 or 20 years old in that pizza Jeez. shop. Jeez. I was like 22. Yeah. Tw- we're going to be 23. I would say I was 20. Wait, how old are you now? 27. 24 so yeah if you were yeah. 22 you're about 19 damn some good times yeah <laughs> <laughs> now that i'm thinking back like that yeah, yeah. Roommate really flipping pizza back they never let us work together yeah i know because they know we were just fucking we were gonna just fuck off <laughs> yeah but now we were fucking we'd get shit done yeah we did yeah we did they knew just they two stoners yeah nah. in the pizza shop i bet yeah maybe one i i remember okay story i said it before i think uh, one night I was working with uh, one of the girls there, and I went out for a delivery. And I was I was new, I was brand new. My phone died. <laughs> I ended up in actually Natomas. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, ended up in Natomas from where where we were at. And you then didn't I, know I, I didn't know where the fuck I was at. I didn't know what about this delivery. I was like, you know what? Fuck the pizza. <laughs> yeah, I'm out. I'm just gonna tell them. I don't know. They didn't answer. You yeah, know? yeah, facts. And um, I ended up seeing a cop. Uh, sh- she's on duty and she's parked and her windows rolled down luckily because it's hot as fuck probably you know what I mean she has AC though why is it I don't know anyway um, so I pull I like kind of pull up next to her and I'm like uh, excuse me and she looks at me and I'm like uh, where, where's Fulton at <laughs> and she kind of looks at me like what the fuck like you don't know where Fulton's at and I just I was like I just moved here like I just got this job like and she was just like uh it's east or she said something like that That's and I was, she said oh east that way and didn't really point <laughs> or anything and I was like what the fuck what like uh, what the fuck is east or north like what I yeah. can't even, I, I looked out the window and I was like all right yeah. and I just drove the opposite direction see <laughs> see this is why we can't trust our police they, they don't even know where they're going in their own city no the citizen come on man well no for me in, in their defense. I didn't know north, south, east, <laughs> west. I don't know where the fuck I was at. But, like, you know, I think you should know that as a human. Yeah. So like, that was, I feel like that's my bad. She should have gave you more directions, like right, left. I was nervous. You know. So I was just, honestly, I just didn't, I wanted to get back, bro. I was just, like, frustrated. And I was like, all right, cool. And, like, I just, like, I guess I'm going the wrong way. So I flipped it. And, uh, yeah, I ended up back. Yeah, the cops. I started seeing shit that was normal again. And then the girl that I was working with was like, Oh my God, where have you been? I've been worried. And I was like, did you close everything? She's like, yeah, I already mobbed. I was like, cool. Let's get the fuck out of here. That's sick. Was it the little girl, Elisa, I think? The which one? Elisa, I think was her name. I'm not sure. Mm. I'm not sure. She was one with the attitude though. She had definitely had an attitude. Oh man. Just a lot of them there that had an attitude. Everybody had an attitude there. Yeah. We were the only chill ones. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? Even my father had an attitude. That's why I I couldn't work with him anymore. Sometimes uh, he'd get quiet and I'd be like, oh, yeah, he's tripping. He's He's tripping (laughs) on me right now. He's talking shit or some shit. That's hella funny. Nah, he was usually cool though. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. You you give him a headache though. It was funny. Oh, yeah. Because he'd just be like, he'd be like, because he'd be calling you sometimes and he just, after I'd see him, just like, (laughs) you know, (laughs) kicking kicking around. Yeah, no, he's 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 a character for sure, but. You know, that cop, man, that cop should have gave you better directions. She should have. Sure. Yeah. She should have, honestly. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you're right. Like, 
I, I maybe I didn't explain too much, but I, I feel like yeah, I should have got better directions. That's your reason out. to go to the protest right there. Is huh? Is, go is, check it out. Didn't give me right directions. Just, just write right that on a piece of cardboard, piece of paper. You've you've been there, huh? You've been there, yeah. Yeah, I've been there. I've been there in the past uh, two days now. I went there in the afternoon and stayed there through the night, and uh, it's been crazy. It's yeah. Been, it's been. Uh, it's been. Uh, I think. I think something's working. I mean, seems like there's a lot of people. Honestly, like okay. there, there's a. Yesterday specifically, there was a lot of people at like Cesar Chavez uh, Park. I don't know if you've been. It's like kind of in the center of downtown, next to Golden One. Um, there's uh, a lot of maybe. people there going back and forth from there to the Capitol. Um, it seemed organized for the most part, you know, peaceful. Uh, didn't seem like there was a lot going on, at least in the daytime. Um, front lines is, you know, it's it's a uh, it's crazy. You really see everything. Uh, a couple of nights ago, I uh, when their protests were at the jail, a cop ended up getting on top of the car and like firing these shotgun rounds of like it must have been smoke or tear gas or one or the other into the crowd and he's just like unloaded like five times you see that shit you're like what the fuck it's really crazy yeah but um even yesterday they they did the same thing it was crazy because a a minute before they started unloading the tear gas and like the smoke grenades and shit they um they got on a knee you know with like the crowd some people got pictures and shit and then like probably like a couple minutes later like hella motherfuckers came and just started shooting Hello, police. And you're just like, motherfuckers. It was just so, pe- it was just peaceful. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, we were all just chilling. No one was getting rowdy. Everyone was, it's really just peaceful. And sometimes it is the people in the back, you know, even at night, like the looters, like that, that's not in the daytime. Like, yeah. they didn't need to show videos of like people in the daytime, like the organizers. There was like speeches being made and, and people talking and shit. Like, that, that shit isn't shown. It's the shit at night, the people fucking breaking in the ATMs and the, jewelry stores i mean at this point i say i think the game is the game and it's another way to say that it is what it is yeah you know it's just yeah i think it's a it's something that's been coming to a head for a while um i really don't have i I really don't have a solution and a lot of people i don't think uh, anyone does honestly yeah yeah i don't have a solution so I, i couldn't like be like whoa this that and the other but it's definitely a trip to see. Not a trip, but it's like, because yeah. I know both sides. I can hear both sides. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have stake in both sides, too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I know I know officers. I know civilians. I understand. I don't understand. I can't say that. Mm-hmm. I can't even understand um, what the black man and black woman are going through. You know what I mean? Facts. I can't. So yeah, um, can't. I've been talking about this uh, lately with my girl. And she's. I'm I'm just talking it how I how I think. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I have a certain way of thinking. And sometimes you need to see outside your bubble because you always still have a bubble no matter what because mm-hmm. you only know what you know. Yeah. And I started looking at things a different way. And I was like, fuck, you know, like, you know, this is it's just wild. This is a crazy time. Like it needs the organization does need to be public, like put on uh, the pedestal. And, and yeah. those who but who are speaking out need to or need to make it organized and keep it organized. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you think about it, you know, I look at it like. Like Jordan Peter Jordan Peterson says, like if you have a messy room, you ca- how are you gonna have a successful life? Mm-hmm. You can't keep your room together. Facts. And that's just my personal opinion. Something I try to re- I really reside with, 
and because it then it you know it makes my for me personally makes my head kind of chaotic like oh fuck that's fuck it's bothering me it's deep yeah it's yeah i I think it's uh, i think it's just deep rooted like you know even some i'm sure there's some good-hearted people that go into the police academy and shit but it's it's the system is meant that even if there's a hundred good-hearted people that they cannot change the system that's already built before them yeah so it's systematic i don't think both it, sides yeah i don't think it's really individually i mean i'm sure it is too but it's, it's really the system that allows this to fucking keep on happening over and over and over that, again that they don't hold these people accountable right and again i'm sure there's good people on the other side but it's just like you and give you give that room for people to make an error. Like their error, room for error is fucking. Their margin is pretty big. Their margin's huge. And, that, and it's right? the truth. You know, it's the facts that we see. Um, but at the same time, fuck, I lost my train of thought. God damn it. Bring that shit back, bro. Bring reel it back. It in, reel it in. Reel it in. Yeah, I forgot it. It's, nah, out, but, uh, it's out there. It's here. It's it's yeah. It's just systematic, and it's until yeah, back they to, change back that. to the system. It mm-hmm. it's, it that, it is that's exactly what it is. You know, it's a system that's broken. And it's affecting both sides for 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 the the worst. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. And uh, until that's fixed, I don't know. But I, it, then it comes to how well, where the solutions. Well, at. I I truly truly believe that in order to make radical change, there right. needs to be radical action. Revolution. You know. So I've I've never heard anywhere in the history books where a peaceful protest changed anything radically as far as the system. I'm not saying we should fucking burn the whole city down, but I mean, something's got to happen. I know people are losing their businesses and, you know, their businesses went through Corona and then now it's going through looting like all over the nation. Um, I get that, but it's just like at some point if people get fed up, you can only take so much shit, bro. And I think it's, I I think everything that's gone on is just like again the game is the game. This is what happens when when you oppress a group of people for like four hundred years. At some point, it's gonna bubble up, and especially now with the age of information, like we're able to document all this. There's still like media out there that's definitely brainwashing people though, like oh, for especially real. on like social media. Yeah, for the good and the bad. Like yeah, you hear shit and it's just making you think. Either a couple, they're giving you a couple of narrati- narratives, and they're just—it's heavy. Mm-hmm. It's heavy. A lot yeah. of it's negative, and it's like, whoa. Yeah, and people can take a screenshot and just you know share it and go a million views, but it's, the information is false. Like today, I saw there was a video of a uh, that kept they wrongfully detained this black man, but everyone on like on social media kept saying he was an FBI agent when he wasn't. I mean. Like just something like that is just the information gets spread so fast before people can fact check. It's 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 really dangerous. Like it, it's gotten to a point where I don't even know what I believe anymore. But being out there in the past couple of days, I saw things from my own eyes. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I will go on Twitter and see one thing, but when I was there, I saw something else. So I think it's important at least for people to just see it, you know, and and not get all their information on, on social media because being there it was a whole different vibe and it was hella peaceful i even met with like some of the people that were like organizing it and leading it amazing people like it was it was awesome being there you know what i'm saying like being there to support um but but yeah man it's 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 crazy out there i might be out there tonight again (laughs) i like it man i like i like i like the energy you bring man and and i like i said i don't have stake in the game but i know what you mean when you say talk about revolution you know what i mean especially as a as a 
well, Mexican American, we have our heritage, and mm-hmm. a whole bunch of oppressors have come through. You know what I yeah, mean? And, uh, from from back from back back when uh, the indigenous were here, you know what I mean? When mm-hmm. we were here on the on the on the land, and I mean, technically, I wouldn't be here because I have Spaniard in me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like, <laughs> when you look at the big picture, the big picture, they were here. Yeah, they were here. They were doing their thing. And yeah. so people, you know what I mean? And so like, happens. Yeah. I mean, yeah. even my yeah, but, but, but back to the point, you get oppressed and you fight back and then there's Mexico, you yeah. know what I mean? And then, but then there's everything else that comes with it. And it it's, just a fucking, it's just a fucking, it, it, it chaos just, will come. Yeah. Uh, no that, one likes that, it. That is life. And that's yeah. in the fucking history yeah. books that shit comes to a fucking head and the top boils off of your beans and fucking busts exactly. and the beans everywhere. <laughs> burnt fucking <laughs> beans. Now everywhere. they were everywhere. <laughs> Every fucking way. Your fucking grandmother would be upset. Yeah, exactly. you spilled the fucking beans. <laughs> and you're just tripping all day because you spilled the fucking beans. Exactly. You know you wouldn't spill the beans. <laughs> would you? No. You know beans from Even Stevens? Uh, Yeah, of you, course. Lizzie, what, what is it? What was the show called? Even Stevens. Even Stevens. No yeah, fucking You know those bases in Sacramento too, right? Was that? Yeah. No if you way. Look, I look at that shit again. It was in Sacramento. Oh, shit. I'll yeah. check it out. Yeah, it was cool. Have you watched? There's a, uh, a new movie with Shia, with Shia LaBeouf. It's called Honey Boy. Yeah, I I heard him talk about it. I haven't seen it yet. Watch though. it. I heard it was really Watch good. Watch it. It's pretty good. It's sick, right? It's yeah, about it's, actually, his, it's about him kind of. Isn't I just it? yeah, it's exactly about him. But oh, he's such okay. a good actor. He plays his dad, and I just sick. fuck with him because he's a cool actor. Like I've always fucked. Yeah, with fuck, him. even off the camera, like he's a real one. Yeah, I saw yeah. him on Hot Ones or Hot Hot yeah. Ones. Yeah, he's sick. Yeah, he's just himself, <laughs> and it's funny. He's like, I look, like I'm fucking. Look, I'm about to fucking cry, right? Or you know, <laughs> some shit like that. It's yeah, one of my got, favorite ones. He's got it. He's made it, man. Yo, I look sad right now. I look so sad. Yeah. He's just his fucking. He's that much of an actor. He's 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 a he's a real one for yeah. sure. He's not a real one. You are shaking your head? No. You don't. You watch <laughs> Even Stevens. <laughs> Beans. The whole reason I brought up Even Stevens was Beans. Aaron Garen, the little friend. Yeah. Little short friend look like a fucking uh, little naked mole rat. Yeah, he does. Yeah. I've seen the yeah. side by sides. Yeah, I know. Oh yeah, there is. Have you seen is. him now? He looks the He's same, just no with the facial hair. In the middle. I feel bad. I feel bad too for when you're a child star and you're like, you know, you're you're looked at a certain way mm, forever, and everybody expects that. Like, yeah. oh, this innocent, cute little kid. You see this guy? He has like no hair, five o'clock shadow. Looks yeah. like he had a cigarette in his hand. Like, I damn, that like, guy has, he has a rough one. I feel like Beans was like forty in that show too. Honestly, like he just looked like <laughs> yeah, like a grown ass man. I've seen, I've seen, actually seen a, a kid like that. Um, some guy we know, his sons, he has two sons, and one of the sons, uh, he just looks like a grown ass man. He just has that grown ass man face. Look, look big. Yeah, there's yeah. some of them. I didn't get that until late. Late. You got that early. What? I feel like that grown man look. Like I got that grown man. Like, I feel like. How old it. do I look, bro? I mean, no, when it, I first met you, okay. I was like, oh, this motherfucker's a little old. Yeah, well, I kind of was. I was older than you. I was 23. Yeah. Still, you were 19. Still older than me. Yeah, well, yeah, of course, <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, it's crazy out there, but you know, I feel like people can make a change. Um, uh, that was off a whole talk about revolution to yeah. spilling beans. Things mm-hmm. are going to come to a boil Yeah, and, and things come, they come to a, they, they come to a head, man. Yeah. And sometimes fucking bad shit happens. But yeah, it's, 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 it's a lot, but you know, I think people should really try to use this time, especially with COVID. I mean. Focusing on yourself and uh, definitely getting getting shit right is um is a good time right now too. Especially if, you know, I'm sure every not everyone can protest and shit. So I'm sure there's curfew and and shit. Motherfuckers can you know focus on themselves because all this shit really starts from home. To yeah. be to be quite honest, like if if everyone fixed their own home, there would be really nothing to protest. 
if if they, if there was no more racists inside their house because people go home and they're racist they might not be racist on social media and shit but they go home and they'll you know they'll toot that shit so i've seen it I had a, a lot of white friends growing up here in sacramento yeah you know they're cool <coughs> when when it's the public when they get down you know to their house they're a whole different way i'm just like oh that's how y'all rocking that's crazy but yeah it's crazy crazy world we live in crazy but it's pretty not that crazy when you think about the, the the grand scheme of things. We live in a galaxy that, you know, isn't there like two hundred of these things? Yeah, we're we're pretty fortunate too. Like we live in fucking California. Yeah, and, you and know? one of the greatest places. You know, I've known nothing in the world. California, yeah, same. But people want to come here. Everybody, mm-hmm. everybody, like from wherever you're from, whatever part of the neck of the woods. Like California, not everybody wants to come here, but they they'll visit fucking, fucking Tahoe, Big Sur. I don't know, uh, L.A., you know, th- they'll San be here. Diego. San Diego, you know, Greenfield, California. Greenfield. <laughs> Shut it's, up. It's a, it's a good place to, you know, to learn a lot of things, I think. Sacramento. Free, yeah, yeah. Sac- yeah, honorable mention, right? Yeah, of course, Sacramento, <laughs> man. So this is a place that, it's cool. It's Not cool. It's, yeah. it's cool out here. Yeah, it's, it's cool. It has its own, it has its own vibe. Well, from, from you moving here. At like after high school, how do you see it? Because I've been here pretty much my Your whole, whole life. life. Yeah, so well, I see it in a different way, in a different light than you do. Well, it's definitely faster mm-hmm. in some places. It can be fast. Uh, it feels like a lot of different. It feels like one big place, but just different vibes everywhere, and just different colored people everywhere. Um, feels more diverse. You think? I, of course. Yeah. Well, because I'm I'm come from a small town where there's majority Mexicans. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's a, for real. You go walk around like that's that's what it is. The other day I was walking down 10th Street, right, and uh, it was after I had went to the cemetery uh, to go see a couple of my uh, of my friends, and uh, I take off and I'm walking and then uh, I'm walking on on Oak. So if anybody's walked on Oak down by Fast Trip, you can see the water tower. And it was just Sunday, sun th- Saturday, Saturday night that I did this, and it was like nine o'clock. It was it was already the sun was setting, like it was set late, and. I just went out there. I was like, you know what? I need I need to go express. You know, I need to go talk to talk to some people and get some advice. So I went, but I was walking back, and I'm uh, I'm just tripping out on the families. I have I'm playing some Bob Marley. I'm walking around, you know, just thinking, and I'm seeing the families in the in their house on 10th Street, and they're like laughing. They're just eating. Mm-hmm. There's music, in like a whole space, a whole like street, a whole block, like not whole block, but like four or five houses. They're all doing that, and then like a whole little. Um, like apartment complex, you can see that doors are open, kids are running around. That's it. And then I realized how safe I felt. I was like, oh, fuck, I'm home. Smaller community. Yeah, yeah, like I forgot. I was like, fuck, I'm home. And that's one thing I needed to feel. I felt security. Mm-hmm. I felt safe. I felt that comfort. I felt home. I've walked those streets many of times. Mm-hmm. At all nights, of the, at, all, at all hours of the night and day and morning, he can tell you that for a fact. You know what I mean? Those are That's something I'm, I'm familiar with. And it's just a trip. You come back out here, and it's like just the city, right? It, the city, it's yeah. a it's a different place. You have to prepare yourself a little differently. Your mindset's a little more, uh, a beat always kind of visual, like watching. You know, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? That's yeah. and that's just energy's what it is. Higher energy is higher, and there's a lot of energy, mm-hmm. a lot of different energies that you cross paths with. Facts, yeah. Know? Never so thought about it that way. Yeah. No, definitely. You got to protect your energy. Yeah. And that's why I fuck with you, cause you protect your energy. Yeah. You really do, and that's I, I don't know what it is, but something that 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 you preach and i see mm-hmm. you know yeah no, i know I, I haven't seen you in a while but it's it, it's all matching up still the same man. yeah you know facts, I mean? that's so why you're here yeah, you know? exactly, yeah exactly you know i think being 
trying to like having your alone time is, is really important too. You know, it, it goes again to what we really talked about in the beginning was discipline. Um, you know, just detaching yourself from like, uh, you know, people and things like that, being alone. Um, I think it, it's tough at first, you know, but it's like, uh, it's good for you in the end, you know, like you really, you really learn about your, a lot about yourself. And then you get to a point where again, everything's becoming like detachment and everything to me is really becoming addictive because I'm liking it. You know, uh, I feel like if you attach yourself to anything, you're going to have to detach yourself, whether it's you smoking weed or fucking bitches or, you know, just doing something. You start liking something and at some point you're going to have to let it go. Um, so it's good. I feel like it's a, uh, I feel like especially for kids or not kids, men our age, um, I think it's good to like n- like either stop smoking weed or like stop fucking for at least like six months in your 20s just to kind of like like realign yourself, you know, just to, to control you. yourself. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like really be able to control yourself, like to be able to say no to pussy, you know what I'm saying? Or to weed or to device for a lot of us opportunity or yeah. money. You know what I'm saying? It's hard. It's hard, but uh, I think it's important because you, you, you just get a good, better grasp of yourself, you know, more control. I feel like you got two hands on the wheel other than one. That can go vice versa for men or women. Both, yeah. yeah. I think men, women for sure have a way better of that. Uh, power? Like power of that. Yeah, I think so too. For sure. <laughs> oh, my God. They got that on lock for yeah. sure. And that's something that we should learn from them, right? No, just bro, like that, that discipline, pre- that sexual discipline. Yeah. Well, cause I think about it, like as a father, you're gonna talk to your to your daughter, like if if if, if they're if they have that fortune, mm-hmm. if they have if they're fortunate like that, you know, to take to take pride in in them and themselves, mm-hmm. you know, and who they you know lay with. I would say so just look at themselves in the mirror and like see your worth. You know, yeah, that's yeah, really exactly. all it is. Like you see it, and you, you, I don't know. Some it's hard for some people to feel it, it's especially in this world. There's just always shit. You go on social media and fucking self confidence just fucking drops skyrockets you ass know? for days yeah it's ass like it's just like fuck this guy got, got more money this motherfucker's taller than me or this you know this guy got this car yeah what the, the fuck yeah. he's got a thousand fo- he got a thousand more followers fuck and then at the end of the day what yeah. the fuck are fo- like, yeah, you know, followers unless so like stupid. i don't get me wrong i know people i know yeah. some people but like some of the shit like your pages you're following you're like mm. what the fuck yeah it's 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 all it's all worthless at the end of the day you know it's Working on yourself, investing in yourself is always the best. Disciplining yourself like that, getting away. Even social media, like even maybe not even sexual or sexually or physically, as far as like getting high or not. But social media, like a break from that shit, is good too. I've I've taken a couple like Instagram breaks here and there. It's helped out. Like those weeks, I become like super like more productive. I would say productive is more productive. You look at the screen time. You look at the screen time. Look at your screen time. Mm -hmm. Check it out. It usually. You know, it's a little high. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. Yeah. And then I do put my phone down. I try to put my phone down quite a bit. And especially when I have this fucking Apple Watch, dude. This is I'll get my fucking, I fucking throw, I'll fucking throw it sometimes when I used to be a server. And I just was, I was just like tired of talking to people, bro. Yeah. Sometimes he would text me or he would text me. It would be nobody. Mm-hmm. I just be like, ah, fucking, you know, people. Yeah. That, that was my way of like kind of detaching was like, put, yeah. put my fucking phone I, down. I, I think replacing those apps with apps that, keep you productive are really good like there's the discord that we were talking about oh, okay. the discord app looking at that if you get in yourself into certain chats it's always fucking popping bro 
Like there's certain public chats that you can, you know, follow people through Twitter or through YouTube. They've got like fucking thousands of people in there. So there's always someone messaging, someone making a play, someone, you know, telling you about an investing idea. It's never like fucking, I guess, uh, not popping in. There's like, you know, Robin Hood, right? Just little shit that I, when I did that break, I, I like replaced those apps. With that. Started, yeah, with that. That's I started looking at that. It's funny you said that. I think I'm doing that with that Robinhood app, mm-hmm. uh, the Market Watch. Now's Discord. Fu- yeah, 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 now's a perfect time. time. Discord, my boy shot me. So, like, it put me into a chat where this guy's just spitting games and calling what's going to happen, you know, um, yep. forecasting, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, penny stocks. I like to play yep. the penny stocks. So, it'll tell me what's going to hit. And yep. it's, uh, it, once you study it a little more, it's, uh, it's pretty interesting. And it's 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 game me up quite a bit. Thank you, Johnny, for that one. Um, Anthony, how you doing, man? I'm doing pretty good. How are you guys doing? Pretty good. Yeah. Well, like you were saying, like about getting like replacing those uh, apps is like now you're on your phone and you're not just on bullshit. You're getting a lot of knowledge down. Like you're like com- you're learning the whole time. So it's like so it's like instead of being on Snapchat, like just doing like shit like that. That's something I've been trying to like do more to myself like try to like be on robin hood more and like just see all these like st- different stuff is way better than just fucking being on twitter retweeting bullshit like no nah, i feel you i feel you. i'll catch myself looking at the explorer page that bullshit you know what <laughs> for i mean real. you know and you're just stuck there for a little bit so it's like you're actually getting game if you fucking you have some of those types of apps for me it's like what i picked up was like reading more like reading books, like I'll like fuck, like I could go game it right now for like an hour, but then I'll be like fuck now now I want to read instead of gaming. Like I'll probably play like two games. And I'm like okay, let me let me get some reading done. Yeah, and that shit even feels way better. Like just bless you, gaming yourself up on that. That's some real shit, bro. And that's something I've been trying to do as well is substitute, you know, things that are gonna invest. They're they're gonna be beneficial for me. You know, whether it's reading a book, and I've been on this book for a little while, I put it down. Um, uh, what books are you reading? I'm reading. Uh, re- I'm reading. I'm reading. I'm reading uh, the Grand Turk right now. Mm. It's about Memek the Conqueror. Oh yeah, yeah, I heard you on the podcast talking yeah, about the I Ottoman fucking, Empire. Yeah, right? I fucking love this guy. Yeah, 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 that's yeah it. I fucking fell in love with this guy. It's it's a little fucking boy crush. He's a fucking savage, bro. I heard a little bit where you're talking yeah. about him, all his conquering and shit. Yeah, like yeah, that. he's just a conquering dude, man. Yeah. You got to be able to conquer some shit and just be like fucking, you know, you you. I, I don't think I've touched on this fact. You know, that was a a man in in a different time, in a whole different time. So his mindset was totally different as well. Young cat too. At Twenty one. Yeah, you young. Know? So. It's just interesting to be that type of person and to be a well, not necessarily allowed. Kind of. Well, I, obviously he was. I was but for sure allowed. I think he. I think people get to places like that off of like, you know, just being a very habitual person, right? I'm reading this book called The Power of Habit. It's okay. a really like famous book. A lot of people have read it, but it's a it's a book really just to, to like kind of explain how to create a ha- a good habit. Like, it goes deep on that and the benefits of it. But it doesn't, it's not, like, biased at all. It's very, like, proven shit that it's talking about. And um, it goes into, like, detail, even about, like, little shit. Like, just fucking making your bed in the morning. Just just that, like, making your bed every morning will, it, it, it'll, it's like, uh, having that habit is like a start. You know what I'm saying? I, honestly, I never used to make my bed. But now, like, I'm not now, but. You know, after I started, I realizing like, fuck, motherfucker, I can't live like this. 
<laughs> started making my bed and making better habits and that kind of like started something else you know no definitely it, uh, that's exactly what it is bro like that's kind of keeping your house in order that's mm -hmm. your place like of, of peace mm -hmm. of rest uh, to um so i'm on this it's just where you lay you know mm -hmm. what i mean where your energy is kind of refueled i would mm -hmm. say um fuck where was i going with that shit you know I, this could all like tie back into um uh, kind of like islam too in a way okay and, and because uh the first prayer you got to do is in the morning it's like at five sometimes four in the morning you got to wake up and pray right and around that time too the stock market opens mm -hmm. so the way i've tried to look at it is like all right let me wake up let me pray to god <laughs> i'll take a shit brush my teeth and then i'm gonna go make some money and like that kind of habit is like just that really started from me just getting up and making my bed bro Wow. Like, just, all right, let me get up. Let me make my bed so I don't go back to sleep. And all right, I'm up now. Motherfucker, I'm not going back to sleep, you know? And uh, just uh, something like that. It really, like, really ignited something. And so I try to do it um, five days out the week. I really be hitting, like, three or four sometimes. But uh, it's um, it's a cool fucking habit. Like, it, no, it, the, the religion kind of teaches you that, you know? And I think even, like, money. Like, money as far as like me trying to be trying to get obtain as much wealth as i can kind of teaches you that too because i wake up and i'm like all right, i gotta do something i gotta do something now in order to make money like from now until then because i don't want to wait and then have to make money later like i need to do something right now and so the stock market is like a good it's a definitely a good way that i've recently started getting into i know you've started getting into yeah. it lately too especially right now i'm telling you during this during this crisis <laughs> no um uh Robinhood has been good to me. Good to me. I've been learning the game. My percentage is up and wins. That's good. You know what I mean? It's, that's that's good. it's really good. I've yeah. been my boy's been kind of giving me up, John. And the discords, the discords help too, right? Yeah. Well, I've uh, I'm I'm dabbling with it. Mm -hmm. So like, I really don't know too much about it. I just know uh, pretty much the basics. It's in depth conversation. Uh, it's real shit where you can gain some information, where you can make some money, some plays. Yeah. Yeah. Make some plays. Um, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's sick. I mean, the the links that I was gonna send you to, um, it's a lot of game on there too. Um, so I, I'm the type to like I want to give those links out. It's, it's a lot of investing and an option type of links too. So, um, it's pretty sick. But uh, you know, getting up at six to look at that no, stock yeah, market is, is a cool little discipline. I'm gonna touch on that real quick. That makes me excited. Mm -hmm. In the morning is like I have something to look up. That's why I want to wake up earlier. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, you know what? The perfect just, excuse. Let me just wake up to try to see if I can make some money make real quick. Some make money. a couple plays. There's a lot of people that I that I've you know I see that they make their monies from like six to eight. They hit their profit like their profit for the day. You know, it's, some people have different goals and they're like, all right, if I hit 500 a day, I'm out. No matter what, if I hit 500, I'm out. Some people hit in like 30 minutes to an hour and they're 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 out. Then all right, cool. If I could go back to sleep at eight. And I just made my whole day's worth. Uh, that's cool. I haven't gotten to that point yet, though. I've seen people make it to that point um, slowly, surely. But, you know, yeah, no, it's, it's, with it's discipline, it's, of course. The it, game is, you know, the game isn't just learned right mm -hmm. away. You know yeah, I mean? you, you don't just hit speak the language. You don't just hit the lotto immediately. That's definitely not how it goes. You got to take your losses, you know. Have you taken your first loss yet? I've taken some losses. Yeah. yeah here and there. Like, I got to Sometimes I'll just bleed and I'll be like, oh, Fuck yeah. yourself, you know what I mean? Shit, yeah. God damn it. Oh, the Fuck. losses hurt. Yeah, yeah I haven't lost hurt. too much, you know what I mean? But definitely ones where I'm like, 
but they the get winds, over the, you know, the winds feel so good. The winds are good, especially when they're a little substantial. Yeah, when you get to the end of the, you know, and you're like, damn, all right, I just made more than I put in. That's yeah. cool, you know? And uh, that's a great way for another way of discipline, for sure. Um, but I want to touch on a couple things, too. A couple uh, couple things you can be doing is reading, right? Mm-hmm. So I have a couple of book recommendations here by this young man. Uh, this is my cousin, Angel. Here you are, sir. Hello. Oh, for sure. Yo. I actually had a question for you. That book you were talking about, was it written by Robert Greene? Um, I don't think it was Robert Greene. No. You know that guy? Robert Greene. That does sound familiar. He wrote like the 48 Laws of Power. I think it might be Robert Greene. Yeah. That's, that's it cool. sounds familiar. Yeah. Yeah. That's but pretty good. I'd have to double check. But yeah, but that, that book, it's a yellow book. It's sick as fuck, bro. You it, all of those books, dude. It's one of the most powerful books that I've ever read. Honestly, like truly, truly one of the most like powerful thick, books. Huh? It's thick. Small print? Small print. Like small. Ten font. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh. But I like the way he breaks it down because he breaks it down in such like a technical way to where it makes sense. It's not coming from a place of like bias or anything like that. It's coming from a real like, you know, calculated place. And that's where I really like it. It's explained very thoroughly. Does it give you like little like history dates and like stories? Oh, he he starts the book off with the story of this uh, this woman who was like divorced overweight by like a hundred and some pounds like she was just waking up and smoking cigarettes going to sleep and smoking cigarettes and then it's crazy this too is that you can read this in the book she went to egypt and for some reason like in those type of countries the call to prayer is everywhere in the country you hear that shit in the market in the mall everywhere when it's time to pray you hear the the call to prayer so she heard the call to prayer i don't think she was really influenced by that but um, I, I guess at that point after that, she started to make the change. And like from then she lost hella weight. She started her own business. She became like a fucking millionaire and like got like just hella fucking shit. And it was just, it started off by her stopping smoking. She smoked her last cigarette in Egypt after she heard like the call of prayer or something. And, uh, yeah, she's fucking made it now. <laughs> like what it's just, what's happening? The book, yeah, it's literally like the fucking intro story. Like, it's the first story you read in the book, the very first story. And, like, that's how I kind of tie it back to, like, me making with the bed. Like, she just flicked that cigarette and was like, all right, I'm not smoking anymore. Um, then, boom, change your life. I'm not saying my, me making my bed from now on is going to make me a fucking millionaire, but it's it's a great habit. Like, all right, if I can just do that little small thing, maybe I can, like, work out for 30 minutes a day, too. Because that's something I've been, like, trying to implement, too. But it's hard, you know? It's hard. <laughs> Have you heard of uh, Takashi Coates? Uh, Takashi Coates. Yeah, he's like an African American writer. He wrote Between the World and Me. Uh, yeah, I've actually seen interviews with him, but I don't think I've read any of his any of his books. You could pr- it's a pretty easy read. It's mm-hmm. very. He doesn't write it like how it, like he makes. He doesn't make you work for it. You know, it's a really yeah, nice yeah. flow. He wants it. He wrote it in a way where anyone could read it. Talks like us, right? Yeah, and he's talking about like racial inequality mm. and growing up and how. We act the way we act sometimes, and mm-hmm. that's not, like, because we want to be perceived. Well, yeah, we do want to be perceived in a certain way because we feel like we're brainwashed in a sense. What is it, like, institutionalized to act a certain way to mm-hmm. protect our safety? Because, you know, some people grow up in neighborhoods where drive-bys are Just common, reality, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. and some people don't. And he would talk about, like, watching 
the Brady Bunch, and he thought, like, that was some other fucking world type shit. You yeah, know? that's like, not even reality. Yeah, like, thought, like, these motherfuckers have problems. Like, what the fuck? That shit's real? Yeah. Like, he's over here, you know, like, talking about they have to walk in packs from yeah. school to not get jumped and shit. Yeah, it's it's crazy. It's crazy. But that's a good book if you want to read a book. Yeah. That, I, I like know he's... Days. Yeah, I know about him, though, but I just haven't read any of his material. He actually does a fucking... Um, He's the Marvel, he did like a season in the Marvel comic books for Black Panther. Oh, shit. Yeah, that shit was pretty oh, cool. Oh, shit. Yeah, so it's I don't a know real how, one. Yeah, I don't know how he got like that, but that shit was pretty cool. Damn, damn. Yeah. That's big time. He's doing yeah. it. But, but no, I, I feel that on what you said on like how you grew up, you know, uh, define kind of defines how you are. It's hard to like break those barriers, like unlearning shit. Has been the most fucking difficult thing I would say in my young adult life. It's like reprogramming yourself to fucking know that uh, what I learned as a child is wrong. I gotta, I gotta fucking break that and form a new way to like fix this problem or do it this way. Like that shit. Some people don't do that though. Yeah, it's tough. They don't unlearn it. They keep doing it. And they keep and it sticks with them forever. That's why this all this racism shit starts from your home. It's just like if you don't break those barriers or even with yourself, like even with discipline, like I just. You gotta, you gotta be able to do that, and it's just like how I hate like the families, you know, where it's like, oh, the doc, the my my dad was a doctor, my dad's dad was a doctor, my dad's dad's dad was a fucking doctor, and it's like you, none of you can think for yourself, like you all wanted to be a doctor, <laughs> like you for real, like this is just a family of motherfucking doctors, like be yourself, you know, like yeah, fucking that's something that, that yeah yeah, growing up in Greenfield, bro, it's a, uh, it's definitely a certain masculinity there, There's a lot of Mexican men, so people I think feel have to. You know, following the footsteps. A lot of agriculture out there. You get stuck in the uh, footsteps of... Uh, I don't want to say footsteps. I almost did, though. My dad was a prison guard, and I almost went in. Yeah. And I almost did that, and that's kind of following in their footsteps because of what they... The benefits they got from it and how it, how it took care of how it took care of us. Mm-hmm. And I understand uh, my father wanted me to do that, to be able mm-hmm. to take care of my family, Facts. my friends, myself, mm-hmm. you know? So I understand that, but, you know... I, that wasn't my reality and i couldn't accept that you know mm. i was like you know what pops you can't do this i'm out the sack peace and that's sick that you did that because some people can't even get to there you know yeah. like some people are so like under the you know uh brainwashing of their parents i'm not saying all your parents uh, or parents are bad i'm just saying sometimes i mean they're they're human just like us yeah you know and they, they only know what they what know. they know yeah right so you you have to be able to just take that knowledge and like see it put it on the table look at it see it and then like that be able to digest and that's it but not like fully that's hard to yourself. do i believe that that has to do with the whole attachment yeah you know it's hard to look at it's hard to want it to say your father or mother are wrong in certain aspects because they're your father they're, your mother, yeah exactly because yeah. they raised you yeah. but you know sometimes you look at things and they're humans we're all we're all we're all um, like if your mom is wrong she's wrong yeah, and my dad's been wrong. You know? My mom's been wrong. I'm going to be wrong as exactly. a parent. Of like, course, it's just the way it is. It's just, you, you try not to obviously, you know, do anything. You know, like, if you're wrong, it'd be different versus my mom is wrong. But, hey, you know, but it's different the way you react. But of course, of course. at the end of the day, wrong is wrong. And, I, again, with that, the detaching yourself, I feel like constantly battling as far as not trying to, like, I feel like another part of attachment is, like, your culture and, like, where you're from and your parents and things like that. You know, like, how you identify yourself. And... I think detachment in that also is being able to let all that other shit go too, like me being Afghan, me being you know like I don't like when people. I'm sure you get it sometimes too. They'll come and be like, "What are you? What are you?" Yeah, like, it's funny. I used to, when I was a waiter, people used to be like, "Oh, you're such a cute Italian young man," yeah. or the, yeah, or like <laughs> they would just start speaking Spanish to me, and I was like, "Like, yeah, like they just want to label you, right?" I feel like and 
I didn't look at it like that, but then like you get so many people kind of doing that. It's like, like fuck, it's it. just a mentality, and it, mm-hmm. and I kind of kind of was immune. I was immune to it, but at the first I was like, what the fuck, like, it's and I didn't really want to serve those people. Like, yeah. dude, like, I don't know. But then again, they thought I was. I don't know. I'm so just like I'm played devil's advocate in my head so much and overanalyze shit that. Yeah, it drove Facts. me crazy and then Facts. I was at the end of the day I was like man oh, fuck it like I don't give a fuck make this yeah, money yeah exactly what you, what you need <laughs> man what you need oh yes Money's sir anyway. I yes got sir you. I'll bring that right out sir say it in I Italian too yeah no yeah hell yeah I did yeah. say it in Italian I had yeah. the accent and everything I kind of do look Italian so <laughs> I played that shit up you know what I mean yeah, yeah. And I, I like I don't like when they put me in that box though because I feel like I'm different I don't I, I mean mm. I'm sure every everyone is feels like they're different right obviously you have to feel like that as a human being but I just ton don't don't like boxing myself into labels that Same. much. Like, what I my go to is like, oh, what are you? I'm a human being, and then they'll hit me with the, yeah, but like, what are you? Like, where are you from? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Because <laughs> they want to box me. They want to be like, oh, you're Afghan, so you're this. You know, I don't want to fucking give them that. You know, it's just it's weird. But sometimes I, I like I'm I, I'm prideful. I'm sure you're prideful too. I want to I'm prideful of being an Afghan. You know, so in uh, uh, a Muslim. Yeah. Things like that, but sometimes it's just like, especially with these white folks, it's just gotta you know I can't give them that. You know what I'm saying? They gotta earn that. Like they gotta know me first before they can know where I'm from and try to put me uh, in this I, box. I, I, you know? I feel that. Uh, I don't really like that. I think me. that's also kind of belittling you as a person. Yeah. You know they ca- they I feel like that that's uh. To do that to try to do that to someone is like a straight man. Fuck it's you. Just, like it's I just habit. It's People like a power move. It. It's a power move. Yeah. It definitely can be a power move. Um, and I've seen that firsthand, and I don't. I like you said, I don't give that to them. Yeah, you know, some you know sometimes I won't try not feed to. Into yeah. it. I, try not, I won't feed into it, but sometimes I'm like, oh I'm no, be prideful. Yeah, yeah. So I show, oh, you're Italian or whatever the fuck. I'm like, I'm constantly actually busting. no, I'm Mexican American, uh, or like they'll be like, it's just some random shit, bro. And I'm like, I'm light skinned. Mm-hmm. I kind of you know, yeah. I blend in. <laughs> like I'm from Southern California or something. Yeah, you know facts, what I mean? Facts. But so like I'm like, damn, they smelled that shit on me. Yeah. They just knew I wasn't, you know. Yeah, no, they I know. Something. They know. They they just want to see which box am I putting you in. Yeah. Where like like I me. used to put myself in a box. Yeah, I, I did too. When people like, you know, what's, you know, it's very funny. Detachment is that I think I think my music game is everywhere. Mm-hmm. My music game, what I'm into, yeah, what I think shit is, is really what everywhere. I think <laughs> it is yeah, right I for sure. See, you go from like rock to like hip hop to like to reggae to like everything. I'm like, damn, that's crazy. Yeah, it will. I love music, man, and I love style. I love art. And a lot of people don't know that about me, but as I just post shit, and I just as well as I got older, I just was like, man, fuck all this shit. Like I'm trying to be this person for who? You just like what you like. Yeah, I like what I like. Whether it, I don't know whether you think it's cool or not. Whether you think I'm supposed to like that shit or not, like whatever. Fuck mm, you. Exactly. You know, don't put exactly. me in a box. A man is a man, and exactly. as long as you're taking care of your home and taking care of your shit, mm-hmm. whatever you, you know, whatever you, as long as you're taking care of your home and yeah, you got your. Things crossing the love. T's and dotting your eyes yeah. and you have your own moral book and your own moral compass, you know, you're good. Yeah. Whatever the fuck. Exactly. Who cares? Yeah. Detachment can be good if, if used correctly. I agree. Yeah. You know, I I think uh I think it's a good trait to have. To yeah, at least, not to know? take shit so just be very lighthearted exactly. about certain things. Yeah. At the same time, I'm a type of person to oh. overanalyze shit and I like to bump heads. I like to uh be right. Oh, of course. Yeah, you yeah. have to understand your fouls. Yeah, you know? yeah, for sure. I'm bumping my my ego and my fucking myself with that shit all the time. 24/7. Oh, yeah. It's like yin it's and yang. It's a it's a it's a constant battle. Mhm. You know. Then another battle is like that bad energy and shit. That they're trying to take that from you. People try to take that from you. There's just there's something there in between the 
the black, the white, and even the gray. That, that they want to take that. Something wants to take that good energy from you. That mm. shit's real, man. Yeah, I believe real. it. I believe it. Even the way people talk. Uh, a lot of my friends recently have been like catching themselves, uh, like some doing something simple, like not cursing. Mm-hmm. Like I've been seeing a lot of my friends like catch themselves not cursing anymore. I'm like, damn, that's uh, that's sick. Cause I, I like for them. It, it's not putting that bad energy out. I feel and you. I, and I feel that too because I was like, oh, wow, you caught yourself. That's sick. Yeah. I can't even catch myself. I catch myself in my head. Yeah. And I, it's, usually it's when I say fuck, mm-hmm. put it out there. But uh, I, it's more of like a filler for me and I hate it. Or yeah. Like, you know what I mean? You know yeah. What I mean? It's, 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 it's rooted in my language, in my daily language at this point. And it's like, it's hard, but it's uh, I, it's sick when people catch themselves, you know, with their with that bad energy too. Yeah. Uh, but you got to call people out too on that shit too because not enough people do like somebody will say some shit and it's like bro you got to read the room you know? no definitely uh people speak out of pocket sometimes and it's like whoa what the fuck who yeah. the fuck invited this guy exactly. like this is not the mood right now yeah. in the room this is not the vibe who the fuck it just fucks everything is your, up. Is your man it, get you know Fuck you know, every, and then everybody just kind of migrates to a different room or yeah. outside. Oh, let's go look <laughs> at the fire. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This boy's weather, huh, Jen? I fucking hate it. Who fucking brought that guy? Bro? Exactly. Nah, I'm just kidding. Yeah. I really don't hate nobody, but nah, no hate, no hate at all. You know. But um. But yeah, I feel like it comes to like unlearning all that stuff that they taught you when you were younger. Wait, speak a little closer. Speak a little closer to the mic. Sit a little closer to the mic there. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I'm just kidding. I'm fucking with you. I couldn't. Uh, I, I, I couldn't hear you though. Really. You can hear me. Can but the voice me? was kind of. I was fuck, like fucking. Hey, how you doing? Yeah. I was fucking with you a little bit. Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> nah, what were you saying though? Getting it, back to the. It comes down to unlearning all that BS that people have taught you, like that you see on TV as a kid. You know, because at the end of the day, they're trying to like brainwash you, mm-hmm. and you can't fall victim to that. That's a trip, man. Um, how old are you, Anthony? Me? Yeah. Um, 12. No. <laughs> nah, I'm playing. You sound 22. like you're 12. 22? 22. So as a 22-year-old man, I was fucking... I was gung-ho out here in Sacramento. I had... The, everything you're saying, man, was like so opposite. Not opposite, but very... I was very sporadic in my behavior. I wasn't controlled. I, uh, my power was everywhere. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And being very, being that way... It blinds you, but for you to be able to sit here and say that you were fucking, you're unlearning what the original programming was. To sit here and say that, and to be like, yeah, I'm fucking with these stocks too, and mm. you're gaming yourself up with reading. To be able to say that at 22, I wish I could have. I tried. I didn't really. I fucked around and said I did. Mm. You know what I mean? But like now that I'm trying to live it, you know, and and uh, as these past couple years, but as you grow up, you you start to realize the bullshit sheds, and to see that I. I to see that at an earlier age is definitely it's good to see as an older as an older dude who fucking made the mistakes you too bro ali as well you know um just you everybody's come a long way but to see the young the youth to get it sooner like i knew ali was onto some shit and you're onto some shit like back in the days we all you know what i mean it's a trip and here we are a couple years later here we are here we are (laughs) Full circle, baby. Full circle, co. Full circle mentality. It's all a mentality, people. A gold mine to self mastery. I'm telling you, man. All grind. What is it? Fuck. All grind. What? <laughs> you already fucked it up. You have that shit on your wrist. Yeah. No gr- games. No gimmicks. Oh, all fuck. grind. Sorry, guys. I've been I've been all over the place. All over the place. Fucking can't even. My my br- my brain's moving fast right now. My mouth can't keep up with it. 
A lot of shit's firing. The synapses are too firing. Too much coffee. Too much fucking <laughs> coffee. Oh, we had a coffee earlier. Me and this dude were pacing back and forth. Pacing. We were looking at each other. <laughs> what do we do now? What do we do now? You know what I mean? It's like, whoa. Okay, chill. let's go on this run. <laughs> we ran. But fucking, we ran. So I ran four miles earlier, and I added like a mile and some change to it. And he ran seven miles earlier, and he ran about a mile and some change to it to add. Yeah. Cyborg season, baby. Yeah, we're coming. We're being prepared, you know, for anything. Anything that's thrown our way. You feel me? Cyborg season. You got to get a gun. You got to get a gun. Buy a gun. Protect yourself. Protect your family. I did it. I was really... Or like, just buy a machete. Buy a... <laughs> oh, hey, man. Buy a, you already know. The slicer. The fucking... The pizza slicer, The huh? pizza slicer, You're for right real. there doing <laughs> oven, huh? <laughs> <laughs> you Fuck know yeah. it's hella busy. Fuck it. You're just fucking... Fah, 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 fah. Throw them in the box. They're hitting. Sliding everywhere. <laughs> No, I think um, I think right now with um, what's going on and just kind of having that fear, it's 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 fear honestly. But then it's an understanding. It comes to an understanding of how to you have to be able to protect yourself and your family. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, we're all just humans. Back in the day, that's how it was. That's how it was, man. Everybody carried something on their hip, you know, and everything was probably a lot more peaceful. People were minding their p's and q's and not saying stupid shit. Yeah. You know, I guarantee you. Guarantee you. Anyway, but protecting yourself. Yeah, I think More now condom. it's not even. Got you with that. It's not fear. It's like maybe you're a little bit nervous because, like, we know what we're going to do when fucking stuff hits the fan. Yeah. Like, we're oh, ready. Yeah. Mentally, I would say. I think mm -hmm. mentally it's it's comes to, you have to come to an understanding. Like, my family, if, if anybody would ever try to threaten my family, and that's the people that I associate myself with mm -hmm. as well, you know, but the people that are under your roof, you know what I mean? If somebody would try to come and harm that, like, how, how would you be prepared? Are you prepared? Think about that. People don't think about that shit. They mm -hmm. act like everything's going to be okay forever. You know what I mean? Shit ain't going to be okay forever. You know, at some point, something bad's going to happen. History shows. You history know? repeats. Yeah, it repeats itself. Then through history shows that when revolutions happen and whatnot, People fucking died, and it's just a reality. I'm just quoting the history books. I'm not speaking outlandish. I'm not s being a radical. That's something I talked about with another gentleman on the episode with uh, Ruben. You know, all of a sudden, it's radical. It's not radical. This is things that are happening. You know, if we learn about the history and the injustices through history, they're pretty lopsided. You know, and, and now here we are. Now here we are. People want to be heard in whatever way that can be, right or wrong. Damn. Fuck, I'm coming to fucking revelations here. Break the cycle. Break the cycle. I heard that. Hell yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Anthony. He'll be here all night, folks. He'll be here for three nights, uh, starting Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. He'll be headed home Sunday. And, and speaking back to the to your whole like defense, like if if anyone's listening to this in California and you don't have a gun license, like the way to get it is you just have to go to a gun store. Take a test. You get the license. It's like 25, 30 questions. Um, I've taken over like 20 people, and not one person has ever failed. And none of them has studied. So that should tell you how easy it is to at least obtain the certificate, you know, the firearm safety certificate is what it's called. I suggest everyone also take their own time to look into what it is to have mm -hmm. a gun and to possess it and to actually follow up with that because, you know, we don't want people with, 
Yes. Just everybody with a gun. No. You know no, no or no, one. if you do have the gun, just learn how to use it properly and fuck out whatever. Whatever the fuck you want to do. Shit, I don't know. But definitely you can't def- control people. Yeah, but defend yourself, y'all. Yeah. That's 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 really it. It's a second amendment right. It definitely is. Yeah. This is a full circle pop quiz. So um what are some of the questions that you think might be asked? What do you mean? On the questions uh, on the test, right? Oh, really like simple ones. Like the first 10 are true or false, right? And it's like, do you leave your pistol on the table with the magazine in the clip if there's a child in the room? True or false? If you're trapping. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) And then there's there's other stuff like um, how, uh, like what at what age can, uh, the trickiest one is probably this one, is what age can an eight, or, or can you obtain a long barrel gun? And it used to be 18 for California, but now it's 21. But really, other than that, it's really a lot of, like, safety as far as um, you do need to know the gun a little bit, though. I mean, if you don't know jack shit about guns, you're going to need to know at least what, like, the safety button is and the caliber. Not caliber, but, like, you know, where the fuck the bullet even goes. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, shit like that. No, it was definitely an eye-opening experience for me because I've shot guns before and just kind of shot them, mm-hmm. you know, when I was younger. And then I went shooting with my uncle and my pops, and they taught me how to load the magazine. And it's not that fucking easy. You think it's just like, you know, no, it's really not. God damn, yeah. fucking break it. Fuck, my fucking, fucking thumb hurts. God yeah, damn. you got that loading that shit? Yeah. Oh, man. That's and then to load the AR, bitch, too. Bro. It's actually a little easier than like the Glock we were shooting. But yeah. Cause anyway. Bullets are um, heavy. Bullets? Yeah. yeah the bullets are fucking weight. So, in my, like, for me, it was kind of an interesting. It was kind of like a like because you used to like oh guns oh mm-hmm. the lore of like guns. it's just GTA you're just fucking yeah, like, ready to shoot da, 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 da. but I, but I was kind of like timid but like when you're actually explained on how to use the gun and mm-hmm. to be fucking careful don't do stupid shit and, yeah um to be able to ha- handle it yeah you know with care and to fucking learn how to use it yeah fucking be good with it and even the laws like I want people to understand like I've had a pistol since I was like 18 probably and I've always known how to like use how to transport it securely like even something like that you can't just or at least in the state of california um you can't just carry your gun in your car unless you have a concealed you have to ha- like it has to be in your trunk you have to fucking lock it and it ha- can't have a magazine in it like just little si- simple shit like that i've gotten pulled over several times officer asked me do you have a weapon in the vehicle yeah i got one in the trunk you want to see it i popped that shit and they motherfucker got my gun in his hand yeah you know but it's cool because it's fucking securely safe all that shit i'm not i'm back to discipline i'm not i will never ever get in my car with a loaded gun if i don't have like a concealed which i don't have yet but i'm not getting in that car hot illegally even if it's in my trunk if i don't lock it i could get something off that like you got to be smart about how you know having a pistol too and and shit like that because you know god forbid you are in a situation they want you to go to the trunk and you doing that, like, you know, taking 30 seconds to go to the trunk, twisting the key, unlocking the gun, putting the magazine in, and then fucking cocking it. That's going to give you some time to, like, think rationally. You know, like, is this worth it? It's not so quick to it's in your pocket and it's fucking Western. You're just boom. Oh, you know, like, gotcha. Exactly, right? Black Barge is, what is that from? Fucking uh, Christmas Story, Black Barge. I'm going to get you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, but, you know, d- little shit like that, I think... um People gotta, people gotta really know, and you know, just you can't just transport your gun in the glove box. <laughs> no, <laughs> like it's definitely, not, it's not. You'll go to jail. Like that's the thing. Like even if you got your your license or your certificate, you will go to jail for stupid shit like that. So, 
it's it's good to know things like that. What if you have a Ziploc bag? A Ziploc bag is for show some time. <laughs> for show some time. That's but, funny. Yeah, but you keeping guns in the in your Ziploc or what? In the fucking the, fr- the freezer, the double the double bagged ones. Yeah, and then I throw them in the freezer and then I pull them out. Ready to go. The cold shooter. Cold shooter. Okay, it's a good one. He's the ice killer. The ice killer. That's what is that? I don't know. I just made that one up. Did you make it up? I just made it up right yeah. now. It's a cool little. You name. know what's funny is when somebody says something good, and they're always like, "Where'd you hear that from? <laughs> what the fuck? I made it up myself. You can't give me credit for that." I'm original, man. yeah, for Come real. On. Jesus, I do that all the time. But I should write a book of just one-liners. <laughs> I'll make fucking at least a hundred. Easy. Yeah, hundred no bucks. Question. But yeah, be smart with that shit, man. It's a, it's a fucking, it's literally you kill someone with that thing. You know, it's it's a dangerous fucking weapon, but. When did you actually? Uh, what was your first experience with a gun? Do you like, or not your first experience? But like how old were you? Uh, like shooting it. Yeah, you don't have to tell me like details. Uh, probably like f- f- thirteen. Thirteen. Yeah, my okay. homies and they, they had a pistol and we shot it. I didn't get my own until eighteen, and when I turned eighteen, actually, like I was, I'm, I've been so on my shit about you know being legal and being smart, you know, not having a record and not falling into stupid shit that's unnecessary that. I my eight like the year I turned eighteen I went and got my license to be able to buy a gun, like I've I got motherfucking two cards in my pocket because one of them expired and it takes like five years for them motherfuckers to expire so like I've been had my shit I've always felt like that's just the way to do it if you're gonna do something do it legally do it smart even with money right like it's not it's not a smart way to get your shit any other way other than legally bro like. It's really the Speed way longevity. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you, I'm just gotta, so you just gotta learn the game. Yeah, we're That's smart enough to play it. You know, yeah, we don't That's ha- exactly we're not we don't have to stoop to the these type of levels, you know. It's easier. I can do it right now, but there's no point for me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like No, the options are there. That's exactly that's that's what comes with maturity. Mm-hmm. You know, and just or understanding that you're going through like you're going through this time and you gotta let shit like you said let shit go let like it go. if i was the same person i was when i was 19 or 18 holy, holy shit. shit or fucking 20 bro i was fucking crazy it was insane i, I was fucking don't know. crazy i don't know how i'm not in jail i don't know how i'm not in jail either i can honestly say that I like don't know it's how ridiculous like <laughs> but i'm there grateful was def- there was definitely some grateful some type of spirit that knew or some energy that was watching out for me because there Greater was plenty purpose. of times where Greater purpose. I was cutting it close, buddy. Kind of real close. I was hiding on a rooftop one time. It was insane. I won't get specific, but I was laying down on a rooftop of a house, flat, just like laying down, like you just in your room. It was it was intense. Running from him. Running from him. Yeah, yeah. It was a. It was. It's crazy. I remember we ran from the cops like when I was like twelve. Was I in high school still? I don't remember. No, I was already out. I was at Hartnell. I was like 19, and we were smoking right there at the park, and there was a couple of us, and the cops, like, they kept passing by. Mm-hmm. We were just playing stupid games, like, fucking, mm-hmm. I forget what the fuck it was, or, you know, we are just smoking, stupid being dumb. 19-year-old shit. Yeah, and then the cops end up rolling onto the, to the side, to, like, the park, though. so they go onto the sidewalk where oh we're shit. at. shit. And, like, I'm like, I'm stoned, I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, oh, <laughs> shit, they're coming, so <gasps> fucking headlights are coming at us. It's me, big O, Vic. And my boy Murph, rest in peace, we all jump off and uh, we all jump off and we all start running to the back. And to the back, the back of the fields is a big gate, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like a big square gate uh, where the baseball diamond's at. But we're trying to oh, get okay, lost okay. in the darkness so they yeah. can't shine their lights at us. 
So we try to get deep enough to get to the gate to get to the vineyards. Because mm. when you're in the vineyards, you just you're run gone. deep yeah. and then run down. Yeah. Right? So the first time we jump down, we're running. And then somebody says, oh, fuck, the weed. Oh, shit, the bong. Oh. But there was like an ounce. And there was, I don't know why we had an ounce. We had like an ounce and then a pretty brand new bong that I had bought Murphy. So they're like, oh, fuck, Murphy goes back to get it. Fuck, he should never he went back caught to get up, it. Huh? Yeah, and he had it. And then he jumps off, and then he hurts his ankle. He's like, uh, my ankle. Uh, you hear him. Fuck. <laughs> oh, That's the, tragic. The cops end up shining the light on him walking back because he couldn't uh, run. <laughs> fuck. And we look back because they're like still like shining the light at us and like kind of running, and we're dipping, bro. I'm just yeah, fucking. You're gone. I'm, I look at Murphy, and I see the cop, the yeah, light's on him, and I'm like, damn, damn, bro, so sorry. Like, fuck, I felt bad, but like. I gotta go, man. Yeah. I can't have my cat have my dad catch me, bro. Yeah, you know no, I mean? fuck that. Luckily, I'm. I are you, have you ever been to a holding tank, jail, anything? Nothing? No, I'm lucky enough to say I've never been in a holding tank or any type of jail or nothing. I tend to keep it that way too. I think it's, it's when I was a minor. Way, I got, I got, I got like juvie. Uh, well, no, no. <laughs> it was got. Mi- I got a misdemeanor charge. Oh fuck! Fucking vandalism. Oh. So I had to go book myself and shit. Were you but tagging? Like, I wasn't. I was the accomplice. I was the driver, man. You weren't even tagging no, and you got bro. caught? Yeah, bro. It was all bad. I didn't want to get into that, but yeah. Damn, I've been tagging recently. It's been, it's Ooh, been pretty fun. I got my, I still got my, still got the itch. Look out Look out for Boomaye. Boomaye. All right. Yes, nice. sir. Ali Boomaye. I like <laughs> that. I like that. I'm going to be tripping out on it. Yes, exactly. It should be cool. Uh, I, I'm not a good drawer yet, though. That's what I need to get. I can do pig faces, though. Pig faces? Yeah. Okay. Oink, oink. Fucking, <laughs> 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 um tagging that's funny you bring that up i've been practicing forever really and i'm still like just all right <laughs> it's funny but also wow. i was watching another video and some dudes from new york they don't have like the most like in-depth uh style mm-hmm. it's just like their own unique tag it's like kind of blocky kind of chunky not yeah. really symmetrical doesn't really flow well but it's them and they're fucking everywhere yeah everywhere sick. it's, it's almost scary where they're at I, i'm trying to hit like some trains shipping containers you know yeah. Things like that, things you'll see in other parts of the world that that's are moving. That's pretty tight. You know, walls are cool, one thing for your like local community, but yeah. you hit shit that's going to move. Yeah. That's fucking sick. That's something I picked off, picked up off a documentary, too, is why they do it. Like, I mean, that train's going to go through Arizona, through everywhere. Utah. Where, everywhere. It's going everywhere. You know what I mean? So Let me, let me put my mark on this thing a little bit. And if somebody sees it and recognizes it, and they'll just like, retweet it or put it on Instagram or whatever, like, yeah. oh, fuck. That's Even crazy. the message, if you can get a good message out, too. Oh, yeah, and you, you just see something on the, on the train, you see, like, um, I saw a tagging the other day, and it was um, it was a rest in peace, Adam, and it was in Folsom right there off of uh, oh where that, that that the highest bridge is at, mm-hmm. and it w- it just said, um, it, it, if anybody needed help, to call this number, but the Adam tag was dope, and nobody fucking disrespected it. It was, oh, it was you left know, there. it was left there, and that those messages are powerful because I didn't understand it. I just saw the Adam, and I was like, rest in peace, Adam. I was like, damn, damn. And then I was looking around, and then it said. Um, Suicide prevention. It said SP. Oh, so suicide prevention. prevention. Yeah. And it had the number. If you need help, call. We love you. Damn. And I was just like, I s- I saw just the atom, and then I opened my eye. Like I looked at it. Like I took a couple steps back, and I was like, Oh shit! This is like, this is real. Like yeah. if you, this somebody was hurting, you know, Damn. to put that up like that. Yeah. The the, the and that mess. You know what I mean? That's some real shit. And people just look at as taggings as vandalism. As vandalism, but not yeah. a lot of it is, you know. No, some of it has some not. pretty powerful stuff. It's, it's someone's energy meaning. onto that exactly. onto onto that now and it's going to take that energy wherever it was at, with good or go. bad, mm-hmm. you know? Whatever. Hopefully good. Yeah, hopefully good. The, but the first tag I ever did, I was inspired by another artist. I 
don't remember who did it. I don't even remember if I got the name, but he did a sick ass peace sign, but it was unfinished. And like he just left it that way. It was sick as fuck. So like it's the whole peace sign, but like at the like at kind of like the owner, there's like a chunk missing. And it's just symbolic, you know? Of it's course. Not, obviously, it's not there yet. And so uh, that's the first tag I ever did. I fucked with it. But lately, I've been doing, you know, my own shit. Some books I've been inspired by, like, a Spook by the Door. Have you ever heard about this book? I have not. This fucking book is crazy, bro. It's, a, it's an insane book. It's, a, it's about a black man, like, he uh, kind of infiltrates the CIA. Oh, shit. And um, it's a fiction, but it's about, like, 1960s-ish, 70s okay, that's America, same. right? Love and uh, he infiltrates CIA. Everyone looks at him as like Uncle Tom, sellout, yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. Gets all the game, right? And then he goes to like every hood in America and gives everyone the game. Like, all right, on this day, we're all going to riot at the same time and just take over the country. And then they end up doing that shit. It's crazy. It's a crazy ass book. That's it's a sick book. Intense. What, you just started reading it? I finished it. Yeah. Okay. And then, and then uh, I went and tagged that. I, I did a spook, buy, and then I did a fucking red door. And I uh, fucking filled the whole door. It's sick. I like sick. that. It's, uh, I don't want to say where it is. I don't want to incriminate myself. No, no, yeah. It's all legend, man. Yeah, so this is all. This is entertainment. This is all fiction. This is all show. You know, I knew someone who did Puro that. Puro show, man. Don't yeah. worry about <laughs> it. Allegedly. Entertainment purposes yeah, only. Yeah, of course. But it's, uh, yeah, it's a sick little door. It's cool. But I got to get better at drawing. That's it. I got to get better at drawing. In time. In time, yeah, this is a perfect time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, especially the riots. Everyone's just out, just paint spray. I think if you're gonna do that, do it on government property. Maybe you know they're they're gonna replace that shit. That's our tax money anyway. At the end of the day, <laughs> I mean, if you do it on a small business, kind of fucked up because those people, you know, gotta paint that shit and just a small that, business. Yeah. You know, just that's that's kind of fucked up. If you're gonna say fuck twelve, do it on the fucking twelve's property. You know, that's I think it's important too. The people are just fucking shit up out there. It's crazy. Yeah, that's all I've been seeing. Trying to stay off Instagram right now. Good time to tag, though. Good time to tag right go. now. For <laughs> sure, that best time to tag. If you want to tag it downtown, now is your time. <laughs> Anybody got the itch? You know what I mean? You heard it there yourself. Something meaningful, please. Yeah, of course. <laughs> but uh, we're going to wrap this one up, man. This one was probably my longest podcast that I've done. It's pretty good. Uh, conversation flowed. Mm-hmm. Thank you, sir, for being here. Of course, here. man. Thank you for having me. Everyone, thank you for uh, listening. Subscribe to the podcast. If you don't want to, again, that's cool. Do your own thing. Uh, leave a comment. Drop something in the DMs on Instagram. I'm on Twitter now. I don't know how to necessarily use it. So just bear with me, please. But, uh, yeah, I like to fucking interact. And we'll get some more interaction and go live and shit. But uh, thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you, man, for having me. We did a full circle for sure right there. Of course. Everyone spread the peace out of love. We... Are...